On this edition of Opinions Matter, Ireland is to take in up to 150 refugees from Afghanistan. But how do you feel about that? If you leave 150 of them into this country and one of them is a supporter and goes and blows up a Connell Street and kills 100 Irish people, is it worth it then? The conversation got very heated. That is a far-right comment. Ah. That will never happen. And offended others. And I'm proud to be Irish and I'm proud to be Muslim. And this whole conversation literally has me absolutely off the walls because it's just atrocious. That's all to come. Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Uh, The situation in Afghanistan and the fact that Ireland has decided to take in refugees from the war-torn country, you will have seen over the weekend, unless you, um, well, maybe you were really upset over Dublin losing the match on Saturday, but unless you've been away, you can't have missed what has happened in Afghanistan over the weekend, with the Taliban basically running riot and taking over the country, so much so that there are thousands of people in the airport desperately trying to get out. In some cases, I saw a video earlier on of people hanging onto the underside of uh, an American Air Force plane. A couple of them managed to hang on until it took off and then they fell out of the bottom of the airplane. So desperate are they to get out of Afghanistan. Well, as I said, the Minister for Foreign Affairs, Simon Coveney, has said Ireland will accept at least 100 to 150 more refugees from Afghanistan, but that he expects that number to grow over the next few weeks and months. The Minister uh, said Ireland has already approved 45 visa waivers for people seeking to flee from Afghanistan to Ireland. So why is this news dividing opinion? That's what we want to find out. Surely it is a good thing that we're doing the decent humanitarian thing as a nation, as a wealthy nation. I know we often feel that uh, the place is in bits and uh, we've no money and everything else, but realistically we are a uh, very wealthy nation. We're one of the wealthiest countries uh, in the world. Um, You may not believe that. No, and sometimes it is hard to believe, but it is a fact that... We are one of the wealthiest nations on earth. And any social problems we have, uh, be it with homelessness or um, poverty or whatever the case may be, any problems uh, we have are pale in comparison to what is going on in Afghanistan at the moment. And that's why when we, when we put this post up on our Facebook page and you see comments like, what about our own homeless? What about our own homeless? Our government can't look after our own. The same bullshit stories over and over again these people have no idea what is going on in the real world and they probably don't even watch the news they probably don't watch the news so they don't know okay well again to explain over this past weekend in afghanistan which is a country that if you if i bring you back uh, 20 years almost exactly 20 years uh, to september 11th they allowed the terrorists who bombed the world trade center or flew planes into the world trade center they allowed them to operate with impunity from afghanistan the americans and the the brits went in stopped all that yep. started training the afghan uh, army but unfortunately, all that training over the last 20 years has been in vain because the Afghan army just lay down and let the Taliban uh, take over. Anyway, people in Afghanistan are terrified because 
it is a country, and I want to remind people of what the Taliban did before the Americans and the Brits moved in, or the NATO moved in Absolutely. 20 R- years ruthless. ago. Ruthless. They are ruthless. They uh, ran a regime where people would have their hands chopped off. They didn't allow girls to be educated in schools. Um, in fact, women weren't just second-class citizens. They were 10th-class citizens. Young girls weren't allowed to get an education um, where the boys were. It was just such a disgustingly repressive regime. Now, they've had some form of normality over the last 20 years with the American troops there, but the Americans have decided for their own reasons to pull out. And, and there's liter- no obligation on them to no, say either. Like. But they're literally back to square one, where they yeah. were 20 years ago, the people of Afghanistan. And these people are so desperate to get out of their country that they are hanging on to the underside of aeroplanes. Uh, they're... We can never understand. No, I can never. Uh, I don't know if you, you know, saw some of the videos from Afghanistan this morning. Oh. My God Almighty, it was horrific to see. So, those of you listening to this at the moment, you're, you know, the phone that you are listening to this on uh, costs more than um, an Afghan uh, national would make uh, in a month's time. Those of you listening uh, at the moment are listening in the comfort of your own home, knowing that a rocket launcher is never going to be placed uh, at your front door. No. You're not going to have members of the Taliban knocking on your front door, dragging your women out, um, taking them away. That's never going to happen. So we all live... Your, your sons and daughters like, get educated. Yep. Uh, and if the... Free, freely as well. Free yeah, education. freely, yeah. Uh, and if in Afghanistan the Taliban go back to the way they were running things 20 years ago, uh, it is just... Horrific, And to the people texting saying charity begins at home, come up with a new argument for God's sake. Because the people who generally say charity begins at home have never done anything charitable in your lives. So give over with the charity begins at home. Why, why does charity have to begin at home? Why can charity not go to the most deserving? And in my opinion, maybe my, maybe my attitude is a bit screwed up here. My opinion is someone hanging off the wing of an airplane to try and get out of their country and away from the Taliban, that's pretty needy in my book. Would you not agree? Absolutely. Pauline just wrote to us to say that according to Sky News, they are already stopping females going into their colleges and went into a bank, removed all female workers and replaced them with men. So there is shocking they stuff going on evil, over there. They are evil this regime, moment. the Taliban. Mm. They really are. Angela, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Angela? Hi, Adrian. How are you? Good, thanks, Angela. Well, um, Simon Coveney said earlier on that uh, the government will, well, they've already approved 45 visa waivers and they will accept at least 100 to 150 refugees from Afghanistan. What do you think? Well, first of all, can I say I'm not on the the side of charity begins at home. We need to start out home. Um, I know that I was on the tee a a few years ago, a good few years ago, to do with refugees coming into this country and no I'm sorry I don't know who you're leaving into this country and I told you back then my job was airline security okay for American Airlines I am a trained profiler okay I have seen things that you would never even dream of seeing um, to do with flights to do with bombings to do with threats we might leave 150 of them into the country They might say they're refugees. I don't know who's coming in. I don't know if they are Taliban. 
Okay, but the fact of the matter is that, uh, firstly, if they're uh, member, if they're uh, part of the Taliban, they're hardly going to want to leave Afghanistan at this moment because they've just taken over the country. So why would they want to leave? Well, because that's what they do, Adrian. That's what they do. Like everyone knows, they're sleeper cells in Ireland. Should the guy who blew up Manchester that time at the Ariana Grande concert, he was in Dublin for six months. That's what they do. They plant okay. people in country. I don't know if you've seen any of the, uh, of the coverage over the weekend, I Angela. When you see, when I see people clambering up on the wheels of a jet in order to hopefully get away from the country, and then some of them actually falling from the bloody plane uh, hundreds yeah, of feet up in the sky. So you've seen that. So that would, to me, describe how desperate some people are to get out. How desperate they are. But the thing is, Adrian, right? And people might say, oh, you're exaggerating. No, you're not. No, I'm not exaggerating. If you leave 150 of them into this country, and one of them, if one of them is a supporter and goes and blows up a Connell Street mm-hmm. and kills a hundred Irish people, is it worth it then? Hang on, it's a bit rich. It's, it's a bit Hang on, Angela. For us as Irish people, it's a bit rich to talk about terrorism. I mean, we've produced more terrorists than, than a lot of countries. Um, I mean, look at, look at the OMA bombing. But Sorry, but hang on, was the OMA bombing carried out by an Afghan national? No, but Who? they're our own. Who? The they're bo- our own people. What nationality? So what nationality carried out? Hang on. What were the nationalities of the people that carried out the the Oma bombing? They were Irish. Irish. There you go. So let's not. Let's. Yeah. let's but you know what, Jeremy? The thing is, should we go and let other terrorists and like they were all terrorists? I am not taken from that one bit of what the IRA were. They were the biggest terrorists in the world. Yeah, that's why. But I mean, now it's we a- have another set. Now we have another set of terrorists. Like, so hang on, Angela, you, you think you're, our, no. hang on, you think your man hanging off the, the wing of the, of the US Air Force plane uh, today, you think he was that desperate to come over and terror and blow up O'Connell Bridge that he would hang on the wing of a plane? That's, that's, what, he, that's what his game plan was, was it? Well, Jeremy, if they're that desperate to go and blow themselves up in the middle of a mansion, in the middle of a concert that had innocent kids and innocent adults, I wouldn't put it past any of them. Okay, do because you not accept, Angela? Do well, you well, not by accept? By the way, Bob, but you're just you're you're okaying racial profiling there. That's basically what you're doing. I'm racial profiling. Yep. No, well, you are. You're, you, you, you're saying if someone comes from Afghanistan, the chances are they're uh, they're a terrorist. That's what you're saying. Well, they could be, but sure, why not? But they could be. But Angela, Angela, we as a nation should know how awful it feels to be looked on with suspicion because you're Irish. I can remember back in the 80s being pulled in by police in London, uh, being taken into a search room in Heathrow Airport, all because I was Irish. I've never been a terrorist. I'm not an IRA sympathiser. And yet, on three separate occasions, as a young man in the 80s, I was pulled into rooms in Heathrow. I was pulled in by police. Uh, in uh, the centre of London. Sorry, my my point is, sorry, Angela, my point is, they saw an Irish car, they thought terrorist, and they pulled us in. That was horrific. Adrian, I grew up in a town where most men who were kicked out of the north came to this town. I grew up around all of that. I grew up around house race. I grew up around threats. I grew up around fear of the IRA. So I know exactly what it's like. I know exactly what it's like. But what I'm saying is, 
what I witnessed, what I had to do in my job, I don't want any, any person in this country having fear of that. Nor do I, Angela. But hang on, hang on, and I'm going to say this to you again. Uh, Back in the day when uh, the IRA were terrorising this island and our neighbouring island, uh, English people looked on all of us Irish with suspicion. Now, having said that, having having said, we we weren't. I wasn't. I wasn't, but they looked on us as that. That's we exactly, all know that. That's exactly my point. No, no, now, no Okay, what I'm trying to say to you is, as a nation, we more than most should understand how that feels, to be viewed with suspicion just because of your nationality. And what I'm trying to say to you is, out of a country uh, of millions of people, like in Afghanistan, I would argue with you that the vast majority of the people are just like the Irish, decent people and shouldn't be all viewed as potential terrorists. Everybody is a potential terrorist, but uh, they need to be given a chance. And 150 people is not going to break the bank. It mightn't break the bank. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm not talking about asylum seekers. I'm not talking about anything like that. That's what I said. I'm not saying charity begins at home. I am not racist. Because racist is a hatred for someone. I have a fear. Okay, stay there for a fear. Stay there for one second if you can, please. Robbie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Robbie? How are you doing? Okay, Robbie, um, Angela is arguing that because of a fear that we could let one or two potential terrorists into the country, uh, we shouldn't take any at all. What do you say to that? It's rubbish. It's it's all rubbish. If you if you if, if that that's the type of thinking that uh, if if America had had that same thought back in the eighteen hundreds, Ireland would be no longer a country. And in you fact, and, uh, in fact, I've, I've already made the example of uh, the nineteen eighties in in England. If the English hadn't allowed us Irish to go over and work there, um, loads of people would have starved to death here. We went in our droves to work in London, even when they were very suspicious of us. Um, So, uh, Angela, the point he's making is, I assume, uh, Robbie, is that you can't brand everyone the same. I know you can't brand everyone the same, but how do you pick and choose? With with the Taliban, with ISIS, with uh, with Al Qaeda, with all of that, you don't know who's. And I would rather be safe than sorry in these times. There, with Ireland, right? It was between Ireland and England. That's what it was. With Afghanistan, with the Taliban, they want to take over the world. I, again, again, work. I think you're slightly running away with yourself, Angela, that they want to take over the world. That's, that's not going to be an easy thing. Okay, Robbie, what about that? That uh, She is fearful that we could, if we take in 150 uh, refugees, we could be importing a terrorism problem into Ireland. But then she's letting the terrorists win. That's the whole point. They want us to be scared. You know, refusing the entry into the country. I mean, don't forget, you look at the amount of immigrants are in this country. A lot of them who are, who are doing jobs, let's be honest, the Irish will not do. So, I, you see, I suppose, coming from my experience, right? What coming experience? from what I... What experience have you got? What experience? What experience? I'm a trained profiler with American Airlines. That's my experience. I've seen what they do. I've heard what they do. 
I've seen a lot more than any of you so will ever see. So she's seen the people who are coming over to Ireland. She has actually witnessed them being Have you ever seen a child being brought in to an airport with a bomb inside in it that the child is dead and they're trying to blow up Frankfurt Airport? No, you haven't seen that. I have. Have you seen them slit throats on American Airlines when they were going into 9-11? No, you haven't seen that. I have. Because that was my job. Okay, well, he's after getting cut off, but um, he is arguing that it is unfair to uh, brand all uh, people from one particular country in the exact same way. Angela, stay there for one second. I'd like to find out whether or not you agree with Angela that we should not be allowing any refugees in from Afghanistan or is she being ridiculously paranoid? Uh, this is Dave. Lads, Afghanistan's been a shit show for the last 40 years, not 20. You know, maybe this will actually teach the Americans in the West to just leave other countries alone. Stop getting involved in their domestic politics. Stop with this poxy fucking country building shite. Because it never works out. The US and Britain alone have destabilized the Middle East and led to the rise of the Taliban and Al-Qaeda and ISIS. I mean, they trained Osama bin Laden, for God's sake. Like, I don't mind this except the refugees coming from war-torn countries. But our immigration system here is in shit as it is. Like, where are we going to put these people? We stick them in the hell that's direct provision? And I'm sorry, lads, but you can understand people getting pissed off that if someone's coming in from another country and the optics look like they're being looked after better than our own here. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying it's right, but that's human nature. All right, Dave, thanks very much indeed. I'd love to know where he makes those WhatsApp messages from. <laughs> it sounds horrific. And Angela, if you're, if you're still there, I've been asked to play uh, this WhatsApp voice note just for you. Now, it's a little bit long, but I want you to have a listen to it and then get your response. Have a listen to this. God, just what your one is saying on the phone, it just makes me think, does she actually know what has been going on for the last couple of years? The Taliban were being suppressed and now they are taking full control of Afghanistan again. And she's literally rationalising the whole of a country based on the Taliban like I just don't understand people like that and not to her but basically Karen's how they can rationalize if people that are literally leaving the country we've seen the footage it's absolutely like I have a baby my own and I couldn't imagine those type of people running that country especially as a woman and me being in fear oh god I couldn't even think of someone coming to my door and taking her, and we know the stuff they do with the with the women. We know, like it's a pure disgusting. This we've seen it in movies, and the fact she's sitting there rationalising, and right, you could say racially profiling, definitely. Like I'm a young Muslim myself. Do you know what I mean? And like it's it hits home because these people are literally. We've seen the footage. You can't. What happened in Manchester? What happened here? So basically, we're saying, okay, we're not going to take anyone because of what happened in Manchester or because of what happened here. You can't rationalise a whole... As we said, there was the IRA that did an awful lot of stuff. So what, we shouldn't be allowed... In, I shouldn't be allowed up to Belfast. I shouldn't be allowed up to England. Do you get what I mean? It's completely wrong. Absolutely completely wrong. And if this is the mindset of people, I swear to God, when we were under this oppression from the British for so long and it just makes me think was all that gone to nothing was it all gone to nothing people need to wake up literally like it's pure disgusting there's gonna be violence gang rape people kidnapping their daughters I've seen so many stories over there where they have took their daughters and their daughters have never been seen again or they've been married off to five or six different men and they've never been heard of again literally wiped off the face of the earth 
But no, we shouldn't let a, a woman and her six-month-old or her children in escaping the absolute disgusting regime of the Taliban. Like, I actually can't deal with people like that. I have such a small brain. It's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oof. That was Sophia. Um, Angela, I'm going to let you respond to that. Um, what I think is hilarious is people who think it's just the Taliban doing that. So we're going to let 150 refugees into the into the country. They're going to let their wives and daughters do whatever they want over here. It's not just the Taliban doing that. That's their culture. That's uh, no, their no, culture. it's not. It's certainly not their... Uh, hang on for one second. It's not their culture uh, in Islam not to educate girls. That is not part of their culture. And, uh, but it's but not it, just the Taliban that are doing this, Adrian. That is what, if you look at it, over in the UK, how many times a year it happens? You know, are you talking that, about arranged marriages happens. and stuff like that? You're talking about arranged marriages, you're talking about rape, you're talking about um, the, the castration, you're talking about all of that. And I think that some people think, obviously, that girl calling me a Karen, well, I'll call her a Karen. Let people into the country and that's not going to happen. Hang on for one second, I want to bring in uh, more calls. Patrick, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Patrick? Hi, lads. Uh, we have this myth going on here about, I'm not racist, but um. I'm involved in a group called Ireland's House and Action Group, okay? Mm-hmm. And people go on about, they're bringing refugees into this country, they're sticking them to the homes and not for the Irish force. Yeah, but let's be clear, there's over 250,000 empty properties in Ireland. There's 36,000 empty properties in Dublin alone. And everybody's blaming refugees. They're coming from war torn countries. They're welcome here as far as I'm concerned. They'll always be welcome here. And okay, what about one right, of the, uh, the points? Well, this far right nonsense, this far right nonsense, uh, been spoiled about oh no we can't look after our own yes we can look after our own it's government policies why we can't look after our own there's children women and everyone dying in the sea trying to, to, to run away from fear or flee wars and war and torn countries and as far as I'm concerned they're welcome in this okay, country okay now one of the things uh, that Angela and she said she's uh, trained as a profiler, working for an airline, bloody bloody blah, blah, blah works in the airport and so on. One of her fears, from what she has worked over the years, is that by this nation allowing, uh, Simon Coveney said earlier, maybe 150 refugees into the country uh, from Afghanistan, she worries that we could be importing terrorists. Is that a completely irrational fear? That is a far-right comment. That will never happen. I don't believe... You can't say it never happened. We have had examples. No, no, I can't say it never happened, but look at this country. Look at Dublin alone, right? They've been murdered by Irish people. They've been people attacked by Irish people, our own people attacking each other. And and they're why are they not going on the radio every week about you seen the boardwalk last week, you seen people been murdered in Dublin, a young fella been murdered in Tala and they're on about Afghan. I think we need to put our own house in order. Pay those people fleeing Afghan are fleeing for a reason. They're fleeing because okay, we're talking about uh, yeah, we're talking about Afghanistan. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, but uh, Angela's they're, Angela's fear and it is a fear that is shared by others. And uh, Angela, I assume you're not some far right loony, are you? I am in my backside, some far right one. I am just—it's nothing to do with that. It's not political. It's nothing. I don't get involved in politics. I don't. 
This is not politics. This is real life. This is real life where we don't know who we're letting in. This happened a few years ago when they were talking about taking the Syrian refugees in. Why, why are we doing that? As everyone is saying, we have our own terrorists here. Why are we leaving another terrorist group? Well, now, uh, hopefully our terrorists are all retired at this stage. But uh, the, yeah, the, but the point yeah. being, the point being that uh, you have to accept that the scenes that we've seen over the weekend of people hanging onto the underside of airplanes and everything else—that is absolute desperation. And in my that eyes, in my eyes, in my eyes, that is the definition of somebody who deserves refugee status. It's heartbreaking. Yes, it is. But again, we don't know who they are. That is my point. We don't know who's involved. I would prefer, and listen, there's babies out there, there's kids out there, there's mothers out there who all want to get out of the country. But like that, we already have a case of our own, um, one of our own going over to join them and wanting to come back. Okay, one. Uh, not with them anymore. Okay, one example, one Angela. Do you yeah, know, do you know what I'm trying to many, say? Adrian, this is my whole thing. It's one too many. Okay, stay stay there for one second because the lady who sent in that message uh, is on the other line here. Emma, you are a young Muslim woman, are you? I am, yeah, Irish. Mom's Irish, dad is Arab, and I'm proud to be Irish and I'm proud to be Muslim. And this whole conversation yep. literally has me absolutely off the walls because it's just atrocious, Adrian and Jeremy. It's completely atrocious. Like, my great-granddad died in Kilmaine and fighting for the freedom of this country. And we shouldn't let a woman and her children into this country because, what, of their culture. So I heard what the lady said. I'm sorry, I, I forgot her name. Her name is what Angela. Angela. Yeah, Angela, sorry. What she was saying there about, oh, that's their, that's their culture. So... That's their culture. So it's my culture that I'm happily married six years to my husband and my baby and our men rape us, they do this, they do that. All this, excuse my language, load of bollocks, to be honest. Absolutely, like, atrocious. That that mindset, absolute mindset. How can we, as the Irish, have that mindset? Emma, your, your point to her is, how can you basically tire everyone with a one brush? Isn't that really the point you're making? Adrian, it really is because we can't paint people with the, with the same brush. We can't. How can we? How can we paint them? Well, the thing is, Emma, um, and I, I'm very sorry because the last thing I, I want to do, but I know I have to do it in one way, is to offend anyone. I have friends who have Muslims, who I not have, who are Muslims. I have friends like that. But what happened was, I, I, if it was your voice note, um, or whoever it was, was saying that, you know. Um, the Taliban do this and the Taliban do that, but it's not just the Taliban in Afghanistan that do that. Yeah, no, it's not. Sure, we have we have the likes of ISIS, we have the Taliban, we have all these supremists, we have all these extremists, all these people are basically are sick in the head and do all this crap. We we were all we were all in the suppression. Were we all in the suppression of the British? Were we all in the suppression of the IRA doing horrible things up mm-hmm. north? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you know what I mean? Okay, so so to listen to somebody like Angela saying that we shouldn't allow any refugees in from Afghanistan because of the risk that one of them might be a terrorist. Oh, that's a load. That's a load of that's a load of crap, Adrian. It's a load of crap that we can't let. Think about it. I'm sure people here on that are listening to me have daughters, have children. I have heard stories. I have sat with people that have came from these types of countries and they 
like can't even function because of the stuff that they have seen. They've been gang raped. They, their daughters, they've been kidnapped. Their daughters have literally a six-year-old married off to like a 30-year-old man. How pure and disgusting is that? And we're going to put them all the that... one brush and say, oh no, sorry. And, uh, and oh, no, you see, no, the, the, the problem is, Angela, that you seem to have a belief somewhere within you that that is Muslim culture and listening to Emma and and inf- says that's Muslim culture I swear to God yeah no and that's exactly my point Emma Emma I will apologize Emma I will apologize because that's obviously my ignorance on that and I will apologize for that but I still have a fear I still have a fear over what I've seen, what I've heard. But okay, but hang on, ha, but hang on for one second, Angela. Emma is a Muslim. Are you afraid talking to her? No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I have friends who are Muslim. But what I am saying is, what is going on in Afghanistan now with people trying to get out of the country? We don't know who they are, and we don't. And that's my fear because we do have sleeper cells in Ireland. We do have people who are waiting to be told where they're going, what they're meant to do. Are we going to leave more people like that into the country? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I know you're saying it's in the past 9-11 and Manchester. But I said this going back, I think it was four or five years ago, about there being sleeper cells. And I was told I'm completely off my rocker. And I said there are sleeper cells. And lo and behold, Manchester gets blown up and the guy was living in Dublin. The fact of the matter is that we see a desperate situation. It's on our televisions uh, all weekend. A desperate situation of people literally fleeing for their lives. And these can be people who perhaps were working with the Americans when they were there, perhaps were working with the Afghan uh, army and are now under threat. People who live a normal enough life in Afghanistan who want out because they're terrified of what might happen to them. And you're saying no, because there's a chance you could be a terrorist. That's absolutely My whole thing is better safe than do you believe we're having this conversation? I actually agree with you, uh, Emma, that it is shocking that uh, somebody might feel that way. And, and stay there for one second, Emma, if you can, because I want to play this message for Angela that just came in to us. I was waiting for her to say that. Oh, I've got loads of black friends. I've got loads of Muslim friends. Ridiculous. She's trying to justify her racism. Uh, Angela, you're trying to justify your racism. See, as I said, there's a difference between racism and fear. I'm not racist. How am I racist when okay, I'm afraid uh, uh, of well, then, uh, What about if I put to you, as I'm sure Emma would as well, your fear is completely and disproportionately irrational. Well, if that is, that's my feeling. I'm allowed to have that feeling. Okay, and uh, Emma, I'm <laughs> Emma, I'm going to leave the final word to you on this. She's allowed to feel fear. That's really what she's saying. She's entitled to feel fear. fear. It's all in our head. Adrian, it's all in our head. These types of people, you just laugh and keep it on. It's all in our head. Can I just ask you a question before we wrap this up, Emma, on a, on a slightly mm-hmm. different note? Because I'm just talking to yourself. It's great to talk to, to someone who's able to put yeah. their case forward so well. Um, you're born, bred in Irish. You're as Irish as, as myself and Adrian. Are. Um, yeah. Do you wear the the Muslim headgear when you're when you're in Dublin? I or? do. Yeah, I wear the headscarf. Yeah, born and bred in Ireland. Mom from Coolock, and dad from dad's over in Lebanon. That's where dad's and from Lebanon. So, do you get comments? Do you get the funny looks? Do people pass comments? Have you ever got a comment? To be honest, to be honest, Adrian, I used to, and that's that's the thing that like we talk about. I go over to England all the time. I have a bit of work there. I go over all the time. 
And we used to get it, but really, to be honest with you, nowadays, we hardly get it. Now, if someone opens their mouth to me when I talk back, they do be bleeding shock. They don't expect the accent. And I'm straight on the ball with them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And they're, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I didn't know you were Irish. So it's okay to say that to me if I wasn't Irish. Mm. And what's because the biggest... You know, in Tesco do me shopping. And, and that's you know the guys I mean? thing from the conversation even with Angela. She's not afraid of you um, or fearful of you. As you just said, oh, because she's Irish, <laughs> which seems bizarre. Yeah. Uh, yet yeah. she is fearful of people uh, being brought from Afghanistan to Ireland. We're only talking about 150 people anyway. We're not talking about the whole nation. Exactly, exactly. That's what's hilarious. 150 people is such a, a small minority of people. It's and when you, see, when you see some of the comments um, from people like Angela, but also on our Facebook page uh, before mm-hmm. this, some of the comments were fairly uh, horrific. When you yeah. read comments like that, no, don't bring them in. They might blow the place up and all of that sort of shit. What do you think? Yeah, to be honest, I do feel upset a little bit because, it, like, when they think that because of what's happening over there, they think that that's Islam, that's Muslims, and it's com- the funny thing is, like, the people like yourself, they actually truly know that that's not what it is. Mm. They're just extremists. They're people that we have nothing got to do with. Don't want anything to do with. Do you know what I mean? And do mm. not follow. And here's so the thing. That's a good yeah. point that you actually make, and I was saying this to you, Adrian, off air as well. What a lot of people um, forget is that every religion has fundamentalists, and Islam yeah. has fundamentalists. Jesus, we know that. Every know. political every, movement has every, fundamentalists. Look at the amount of yeah. Christian fun. Oh, you go to exactly. America. Go to America. Go to the Bible Belt of America. To places like Mississippi, uh, Georgia. I'm sure I was in Tennessee. I was in Tennessee on a work thing. Me and my partner now. And we got loads of stuff called us over there. Do you know what I mean? Loads yeah. of stuff in Tennessee. Loads point, of stuff. The point I'm trying to make is those, those Christian fundamentalists, you know, uh, the, the Westboro Baptist Church, God hates, you know what, mm-hmm. God hates gays, yeah. that group. They are Christians. Yeah. They're Christians. And they are more filled with hate than anyone else I've ever known. So, And here... To finish yeah. off on a positive, uh, Angela just texted back, and uh, I don't know if this is worth anything to you, but she said, Emma is a delight to listen to. So there you go. I hope I can get you to loads of people that think like her, because it's just absolute nonsense to have that mindset. As you see, I see Angela, Angela will be converting to Islam by the end of the week. <laughs> like you see. <laughs> Emma, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and thanks very much indeed. Have a good right. day. Good to talk to you. All right, let me squeeze in just a she few great, more. by the way. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Let me squeeze in a couple of uh, messages before we wrap this up. This is Matthew. Well, if she says she works for American Airlines, then American Airlines have bad profilers then. They really need to look into it. Because if that's the way their profilers are acting... That's bad. Okay, now for the record, I don't think she still works for American Airlines. If I can just clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me bring in this one. This is Thomas. Uh, I just want to quickly say that, um, you know, the profilist point, uh, a bit waffled. She does sound a little bit racist and profiling, there's not a great deal of science behind it anyway. So when she said that I'm a profiler and all this waffle, great, but there's very little science. So what's your point? Um, And just to mention that, the terrorists can come into the country anyway. We've got a shite defence system uh, across Europe, hence why we've been uh, the, the middle people for, for years and years and years, and not just since this uh, war. So would you stop? Your points are ridiculous. Sorry, for the honesty, but Jesus. All right, Thomas, thanks very much indeed uh, for your comment and thank you all of you for your comments and if you've enjoyed this podcast please hit subscribe or follow so that you will be notified of uh, future
future podcasts. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Just hit subscribe or follow and you'll automatically get our next podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.